0: Good evening. I hope that you had a wonderful weekend. I hope that you uh, were able to uh, worship yesterday. I hope that you were able to enjoy a day of rest as the Lord wants for us. And just that God has, has blessed you. And if you are going through a difficult time, I just want to remind you that God is with us. And that he is aware of our struggles. Uh, as I told you last time, we've been praying about where we would go, and I really uh, feel like we are going to go look at Solomon and the life of Solomon. Um, Solomon, but tonight I want to just tell you a little bit about who Solomon was. Solomon was a king in the Old Testament. Solomon was, according to the Bible, the oldest man, the wisest man in the Old Testament. He was a man who led the kingdom of Israel to its greatest extent, its greatest uh, place of prominence in the world. But the Bible says that when he had a choice of what he wanted from God and the blessing of God, he chose wisdom. Now that doesn't mean he was perfect or that he never made a bad decision, but that he was wise. And I really think as Christians, we are called to be in the world, but not of the world. We're called to live in this earthly home, but that is not our home that we are just passing through. And so while we're here, how do we live out with wisdom? How do we live in a way that honors God, but yet makes the right decisions in our life? And so that's why we're going to be studying the life of Solomon. But I wanna start by telling you about who he was and where he came from. You say, well, he came from his mother. Kind of a funny joke. Solomon's father and mother were King David and Bathsheba. And if you know anything about the Bible, Solomon's mother and that whole situation was probably one of the lowest points in David's life. It was an event that David had this woman's husband killed. After he had got her pregnant and after he had manipulated the situation and tried to trick her husband, uh, he was such an honorable man that he would not go lay with his wife while his fellow soldiers were at war. And so if you're familiar with that story back in 2 Samuel, David loses a child because of this sin. After the child dies and after Uriah, this woman's husband has been murdered, he brings her in and he marries her. Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but just like in our day, I'm sure David's day was not lacking of gossipers. And so you can probably imagine that there were whisperers in the palace about this woman There were whisperers in the palace about what had happened. If you're aware, in the book of 2 Samuel, the prophet is sent to David for him to repent and confess his sin. and So the nation would have known that David had done this wickedness. But yet after they are married and after David repents, David and Bathsheba have a son named Solomon. And I wanted to really focus in on that tonight because Who you are does not have to be defined by who your parents are. Who you are doesn't have to be defined by the circumstances that came before you. Many times we judge people based on their family. We base our judgment on people, on their history. Sometimes we based our judgment on them on many different things. And if you're Solomon, you probably have grown up hearing the story about how your mom's first husband was murdered, how your mom slept with King David when she was married and he was married. You've probably heard the story about how you lost an older brother as a baby because of this sin. But yet Solomon is still used by God to do great things. And so whether it is your past that is holding you down or whether it is the past of your family that is holding you down, you have to believe God when he says that he has a purpose and a plan for your life no matter your past, no matter your situation no matter your circumstances. And this is very, very important because it will affect how you serve God. It will affect how you believe about the promises of God. And so today, as we start this study, I really want you to see and to think and to understand that when God forgives you of your sins, that he really does forgive you. And that when God says that he forgets your sins as far as the east is from the west, that's what he does. And we're going to look in the life of Solomon. And Solomon made amazing, did amazing things for God. He, he, he did amazing things to bring glory to God. But also he did make terrible decisions from time to time. He did things that that did not please God. In 1 Kings chapter 11, and that's not where we're going to start tonight. It literally starts by saying, if you have a Bible, the heading above that text, Solomon's heart turns from the Lord. And so we're not studying a perfect man. We're studying a man who was a sinner, man who had struggles. A man who had a past, a man whose family was not perfect, but yet God still used. And in that 11th chapter of 1 Kings, I want to read verse 6 to you as David begins to marry multiple, Solomon begins to marry multiple women. And he begins to build altars for each of his wives to worship at their false gods. In verse 6, it says, Solomon did evil. In the sight of the Lord, and did not fully follow the Lord, as did his father David. You say, "Well, wait, Jake. David was a murderer. David was a was an adulterer. David was a, 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 David was a, a man that was a sinner." But yes, God knew his heart. You see, God knew that David loved Him, but struggled with sin. He made mistakes. He failed just like you and I will. But Solomon willfully left God and the true worship of God by building altars to his wife's false gods. You see, friends, there is a sin that happens when we stumble in our life and we wake up and realize, oh no, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have been there. I need to repent and turn back to God. There are other times in our life when we willfully sin. We know that it's wrong. We know that God is not going to be pleased, but yet we do it anyway. It's so much prevalent in our culture that we explain it like this. It is better to ask for forgiveness than permission. That saying just says, do what you want and apologize for the consequences that's what Solomon did. He had ran from God. He had turned from God knowing that he shouldn't, knowing that it was wrong, knowing that it wouldn't honor God. You see, premeditated sin and the sin of the moment are still sin, but carry different challenges. Now, you and I... um if you're a 10-miler, are going through the book of 2 Samuel. And this Sunday, we looked at how Joab murdered Abner. Not by accident, but premeditated. And here in a couple chapters in the book of Kings, we're going to see that when David is on his deathbed, even though Joab did great things, Joab was a great military commander, that Joab was spared during David's life but when Solomon took over David says he needs to be punished for what he did he needs to be put to death for the life that he took in premeditated murder and so we see that in the life of Solomon and the life of David and the life of Joab And so as we begin this study and begin to look at how people tried to steal the throne and people tried to manipulate his mother and people tried to do all these things, but yet Solomon was wise and able to make a difference. And that'll be my prayer for you, that you know that you are a sinner, that you make mistakes, that you struggle, that you stumble, but that God can forgive you and use you to make a difference in your life, in your marriage, in your church, and in your community. And so as always, thank you for watching tonight, and I look forward to jumping in to the book of First Samuel with you starting tomorrow night, if the Lord is willing.